Today is February the 17th, 2022. Welcome to A Lamp and a Light. My name is Melissa, and I am so glad that we are here together to read the one-year Bible in the King James Version. I kind of see it as us linking arms to go on a journey. And at the end of that journey, we will have been through the whole entire Bible together. Every word, every verse, every chapter, every book, every single word we will have gone through and read together. So let's just see it as a joint thing, not just a, a thing where Melissa reads the Bible to you, but a, a, a journey, a journey where we are indeed linked arms. You know, when we get to heaven, we will be doing things linked together for the rest of our lives, forever, for eternity. And we might as well start now. So let's just dive in with that, with that unity. And let's read and see what God has for us today. At the end of today's reading where I give thoughts and prayer, I humbly ask you to stay and listen to that. I feel like God's given me a word and he's given me a word for you. God bless the reading of his word. God bless every ear, every heart. God, help us to receive what you have for us today. And we will give you the glory. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Leviticus 4, 1 through five nineteen, And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, If the soul shall sin through ignorance against any of the commandments of the Lord concerning things which ought not be done, and shall do against any of them, if a priest that is anointed do sin according to the sin of the people, then let him bring for his sin which he has sinned a young bullock without blemish unto the Lord for a sin offering. And he shall bring the bullock unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation before the Lord, and shall lay his hand upon the bullock's head, and kill the bullock before the Lord. And the priest that is anointed shall take off, take of the bullock's blood, and bring it to the tabernacle of the congregation. And the priest shall dip his finger in the blood, and sprinkle of the blood seven times before the Lord, before the veil of the sanctuary. And the priest shall put some of the blood upon the horns of the altar of sweet incense before the Lord, which is in the tabernacle of the congregation, and shall pour all the blood of the bullock at the bottom of the altar of the burnt offering, which is at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And he shall take off from it all the fat of the bullock from the sin offering, the fat that covereth the inwards, and all the fat that is upon the inwards, and the two kidneys and the fat that is upon them, which is by the flanks, and the cow above the liver with the kidneys, it shall he take away. As it was taken from the bullock of the sacrifice of the peace offering, and the priest shall burn them upon the altar of the burnt offering, and the skin of the bullock and all of his flesh, with his head and with his legs and with his inwards and his dung, even the whole bullock shall he carry forth without the camp unto a clean place where the ashes are poured out, and burn him on the wood with fire where the ashes are poured out shall he be burnt. And if the whole congregation of Israel sin through ignorance, and the thing be hid from the eyes of the assembly, and they have done somewhat against any of the commandments of the Lord concerning things which should not be done and are guilty, when the sin which they have sinned against it is known, then the congregation shall offer a young bullock for the sin and bring him before the tabernacle of the congregation. And the elders of the congregation shall lay their hands upon the head of the bullock 
before the Lord, and the bullock shall be killed before the Lord. And the priest that is anointed shall bring of the bullock's blood to the tabernacle of the congregation, and the priest shall dip his finger in some of the blood and sprinkle it seven times before the Lord, even before the veil. And he shall put some of the blood upon the horns of the altar which is before the Lord, and it and the priest shall dip his finger in some of the blood and sprinkle it seven times before the Lord, even before the veil. And he shall put some of the blood upon the horns of the altar, which is before the Lord, and is in the tabernacle of the congregation, and shall pour out all the blood at the bottom of the altar of the burnt offering, which is at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And he shall take all of his fat from him and burn it upon the altar, and he shall do with the bullock as he did with the bullock from a sin offering, so shall he do with this. And the priest shall make an atonement for them, and it shall be forgiven them. And he shall carry forth the bullock without a, the camp, and burn him as he burned the first bullock. It is a sin offering for the congregation. When a ruler hath sinned and done somewhat through ignorance against any of the commandments of the Lord, his God, concerning things which should not be done, and is guilty, or if his sin wherein he hath sinned come in to his knowledge, he shall bring his offering, a kid of the goats, a male without blemish, and he shall lay his hand upon the head of the goat and kill it in the place where they kill the burnt offering before the Lord. It is a sin offering. And the priest shall take the blood of the sin offering with his finger and put it upon the horns of the altar of the burnt offering and shall pour out his blood at the bottom of the altar of burnt offering. And he shall burn all the, his fat upon the altar as the fat of the sacrifice of the peace offering. And the priest shall make an atonement for him as concerning his sin, and it shall be forgiven him. And if any one of the common people sin through ignorance, while he doeth somewhat against any of the commandments of the Lord concerning things which ought not be done, and be guilty, or if his sin which he has sinned come to his knowledge, then he shall bring his offering, a kid of the goats, a female without blemish, for his sin which he hath sinned. And he shall lay his hand upon the head of the sin offering, and slay the sin offering in the place of the burnt offering. And the priest shall take of the blood thereof with his finger, and put it upon the horns of the altar of burnt offering, and shall pour out all the blood thereof at the bottom of the altar. And he shall take away all the fat thereof, as the fat is taken away from off the sacrifice of peace offerings. And the priest shall burn it upon the altar for a sweet savor unto the Lord. And the priest shall make an atonement for him, and it shall be forgiven him. And if he bring a lamb for a sin offering, he shall bring it a female without blemish. And he shall lay his hand upon the head of the sin offering, and slay it for a sin offering in the place where he killed the burnt offering. And the priest shall take of the blood of the sin offering with his finger, and put it upon the horns of the altar of burnt offering, and shall pour out all the blood thereof at the bottom of the altar. And he shall take away all the fat thereof, as the fat of the lamb is taken away from the sacrifice of the peace offerings. And the priest shall burn them upon the altar according to the offerings made by fire unto the Lord. And the priest shall make an atonement for his sin that he hath committed, and it shall be forgiven him. And if a soul sin and hear the voice of swearing and is a witness, whether he hath seen or known of it, 
If he do not utter it, then he shall bear his iniquity. Or if a soul touch any unclean thing, whether it be a carcass of an unclean beast, or a carcass of an unclean cattle, or the carcass of an unclean creeping thing, and if it be hidden from him, he also shall be unclean and guilty. And if he touch the uncleanness of man, whatsoever uncleanness it be, that a man shall be defiled withal, and it be hid from him, when he knoweth of it, then he shall be guilty. Or if a soul swear, pronouncing with his lips to do evil or to do good, whatsoever it be, that a man shall pronounce with an oath, and it be hid from him, when he knoweth of it, then he shall be guilty in the one of these. And it shall be, when he shall be guilty in one of these, that he shall confess that he has sinned in that thing. And he shall bring his trespass offering unto the Lord for his sin which he hath sinned, a female from the flock, a lamb, or a kid of the goats, for a sin offering, and the priest shall make an atonement for him concerning his sin. And if he be not able to bring a lamb, then he shall bring for his trespass, which he hath committed, two turtle doves, or two pigeons unto the Lord, one for a sin offering, and the other for a burnt offering. And he shall bring them unto the priest, who shall offer that which is for the sin offering first, and wring out his head from his neck, and shall divide it asunder. And he shall sprinkle of the blood of the sin offering upon the side of the altar, and the rest of the blood shall be wrung out at the bottom of the altar. It is a sin offering. And he shall offer the second for a burnt offering, according to the manner, and the priest shall make an atonement for him, for his sin which he hath sinned, and it shall be forgiven him. But if he be not able to bring two turtle doves, or two young pigeons, then he that sins shall bring for his sin offering the tenth part of an ephah, of fine flour, for a sin offering. And he shall put no oil upon it, neither shall he put any frankincense thereon, for it is a sin offering. Then shall he bring it to the priest, and the priest shall take his handful of it, even a memorial thereof, and burn it on the altar according to the offerings made by fire unto the Lord. It is a sin offering. And the priest shall make an atonement for him, as touching his sin that he hath sinned in one of these, and it shall be forgiven him, and the remnant shall be the priest as a meat offering. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, If a soul commit a trespass, and sin through ignorance in the holy things of the Lord, then he shall bring for his trespass unto the Lord a ram without blemish out of the flocks with thy estimation by shekels of silver after shekel of the sanctuary for a trespass offering. And he shall make amends for the harm that he hath done in the holy thing, and shall add the fifth part thereto, and give it unto the priest, and the priest shall make an atonement for him with the ram of a trespass offering, and it shall be forgiven him. And if a soul sin and commit any of these things which are forbidden to be done by the commandment of the Lord, though he wist it not, yet he is is he guilty, and shall bear his iniquity, and he shall bring a ram without blemish out of the flock, with thy estimation for a trespass offering, unto the priest, and the priest shall make an atonement for him, concerning the ignorance wherein he erred, and wist it not, and it shall be forgiven him. It is a trespass offering. He hath certainly trespassed against the Lord. Mark two thirteen through three six, and he Jesus went forth again by the seaside, 
and all the multitude resorted unto him, and he taught them. And as he passed by, he saw Levi, the son of Alphaeus, sitting at the receipt of custom, and said unto him, Follow me. And he arose and followed him. And it came to pass that as Jesus sat at meat in his house, many publicans and sinners sat also together with Jesus and his disciples. For there were many, and they followed him. And when the scribes and Pharisees saw him eat with the publicans and sinners, they said unto his disciples, How is it that he eateth and drinketh with publicans and sinners? When Jesus heard it, he saith unto them, They that are whole have no need of a physician, but they that are sick. I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. And the disciples of John and of the Pharisees used to fast, and they come and they say unto him, Why do the disciples of John and of the Pharisees fast, but thy disciples fast not? And Jesus said unto them, Can the children of the bride chamber fast while the bridegroom is with them? As long as they have the bridegroom with them, they cannot fast. But the day will come when the bridegroom shall be taken away from them. Then shall they fast in those days. No man also soweth a piece of new cloth on an old garment, else a new piece that filled it, it up taketh away from the old, and the rent is made worse. And no man putteth new wine into old bottles, else the new wine doth burst the bottles, and the wine is spilled, and the bottles will be marred. But new wine must be put into new bottles. And it came to pass that he went through the cornfields of the Sabbath day, and his disciples began as they went to pluck the ears of corn. And the Pharisees said unto them, Behold, why do they... On the Sabbath day, that which is not lawful. And he said unto them, Have ye never read what David did when he had need and was hungered? He and they that were with him, how they went into the house of God in the days of Albathar, the high priest, and did eat the showbread, which is not lawful to eat, but for the priest, and gave also to them which were with him. And he said unto them, The Sabbath was made for man, and not man for the Sabbath. Therefore the Son of Man is Lord also of the Sabbath. And he entered again into the synagogue, and there was a man there which had a withered hand. And they watched him, whether he would heal him on the Sabbath day, that they might accuse him. And he saith unto the man which had the withered hand, Stand forth. And he saith unto them, Is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath day, or to do evil, to save life, or to kill? But they held their peace. And when he had looked round about them with anger, being grieved for the hardness of their hearts, he saith unto the man, Stretch forth thine hand. And he stretched it out, and his hand was restored whole as the other. And the Pharisees went forth, and straightway found counsel with the Herodians against him, how they might destroy him. Psalm 36, 1 through 12. The transgression of the wicked saith within my heart that there is no fear of God before his eyes. For he flattereth himself in his own eyes until his iniquity be found to be hateful. The words of his mouth are iniquity and deceit. He hath left off to be wise and to do good. He deviseth mischief upon his bed. He setteth himself in a way that is not good. He abhorreth not evil. Thy mercy, O Lord, is in the heavens, and thy faithfulness reacheth unto the clouds. Thy righteousness is like the great mountains. Thy judgments are a great deep. O Lord, thou preserveth man and beast. How excellent is thy loving kindness, O God! 
Therefore the children of men put their trust under the shadow of thy wings. They shall be abundantly satisfied with the fatness of thy house, and thou shalt make them drink of the river of thy pleasures. For with thee is the fountain of life, in thy light shall we see light. O continue thy loving kindness unto them that know thee, and thy righteousness to the upright in heart. Let not the foot of pride come against me, and let not the hand of the wicked remove me. There are workers of iniquity fallen, they are cast down, and shall not be able to rise. Proverbs 10, 1-2 The Proverbs of Solomon, A wise son maketh a glad father, but a foolish son is the heaviness of his mother. Treasures of wickedness profit nothing, but righteousness delivereth from death. I want to talk a little bit about Leviticus again today. We are in the middle of reading about the offerings, the guilt offering, the sin offering, the trespass offering, all kinds of offerings. And in our time and in our culture, we can't really relate to animal sacrifice. And at this point in the one-year Bible reading, you know, many people start to question it and wonder what it has to do with their life. It's it's very repetitive. Sometimes it can feel boring. I, I admit that. You're reading a lot of laws. You're reading a lot of rules. Sometimes it goes over and over it. You're reading about customs that nobody lives by now. And so we tend to skim it or glaze it because we think, oh, we've, we just read that. Did we, did they put it in there twice by accident? But no, we do that. And we say, you know, you tend to hear, well, um, we don't have to sacrifice animals. We don't have to worry about sacrifice because Jesus was the last sacrifice. And we tend to brush the whole thing off. But the thing is, we stop reading the Bible and then we never pick it back up. But, you know, if you allow the mindset of it has nothing to do with me, it, it if you allow that into your mind and that becomes your state of mind, every time you read Leviticus, you will always miss what is going on here. And it's something so profound. God is discussing the results and the price of sin. And just I just want to take a minute to give you an example if you could imagine that you were one of the children of Israel and that you sinned, and what if you had a sheep or a goat and they were like a part of your family? I mean, these people had families. They had a life. They had animals. They were close to theirs as just like we are to ours. What if you had one special animal and it was a perfect animal and it was an animal that provided milk faithfully for you and your family and for your children. And what if, because you sinned, you had to go and you had to select that animal to take, your, to, take to the priest? What would you do? Why would you have to take that animal? Because that's the perfect animal. What if that was your only perfect animal? We know it's a beautiful animal because it's perfect. We know you love it too. What if you had to take that one to the priest? What if you had to kill that loved sheep or goat before the priest? What if you had to lay your hand on it to transfer your guilt and then you killed it to drain its blood for your sacrifice? The perfect animal that gave you milk for your children and was perhaps their playmate over those years. If you had to sacrifice 
one of your animals, one of your lambs, it would be a reminder that your own sin cost you something. Your sin cost, my sin cost. Sin will end up costing something and it will be something beautiful because sin requires, the price of sin is a perfect sacrifice, a beautiful sacrifice with no flaws or imperfections. In that culture, in that time, the animal served as a stand-in for what we deserved, what they deserved, and what we, right now, if, think about yourself being there. It, that animal would stand in for what you deserved. You should have thrown, been thrown on the altar as the price. You should have had your own throat cut, <laughs> your own blood drained. But the perfect sheep paid your price instead. You know, we have a God that wants and has always wanted his people to clearly and completely understand what that sin will destroy us and it will separate us from him. He has always wanted us to know that. And as the perfect lamb was sacrificed by having that blade to its throat, sin is a blade to your own throat. It kills. And the book of Leviticus is like a deterrent. It's like a road closed sign warning. Don't go down this path. It leads to destruction. This book is not dull. It is not only a list of laws and rules and customs. This book is life. I hope that you can understand that. And I hope that as we've been reading this book of Leviticus, that you can grasp that. And if you, if you could grasp it, then you will always, you will always love Leviticus and you always understand why God gave it to us because he loves us that much. Lord, we just come before you today and we just thank you for your word, God. I thank you for your word. I thank you for your instruction. I thank you for your perfect sacrifice that you sent by sending your son to die for us, that we should have been on that altar, but you sent him the perfect sacrifice, the beautiful sacrifice of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. I pray, God, that you help ears to hear this message. I, ho- I pray, God, that you send it around this world. And I pray, God, that, that because of that, a great revival, a great revival of your word, a great revival of everything that you have for us will begin. We'll give you the glory, honor, and the praise because we've know, we know it has begun in us. In Jesus' holy name I pray, amen. Thank you.